Welcome to Dr. Karen Health Talks. I'm Dr. Karen. And today I'm bringing a very personal story that actually happened to me yesterday and it got me thinking about the increased mental health issues that we are facing now and we're going to continue to face as the fallout of these last four months of continual upheaval happens in, happened in our life. And uh, yesterday, I had an interesting event happen. Uh, my husband got up in the middle of the night, and the dog happened to be lying on the floor in a place he's not usually, and in the dark, he tripped over the dog. And he fell and fell right on his nose. And there was lots of bleeding and um, not a lot of pain, which was... Uh, very fortunate, but it made me think about the difference and the contrast and the similarities between physical first aid and psychological first aid. So just join me today as I journey on this interesting thought that we are so quick to fix things that are broken on a physical level that we are so reluctant or perhaps just inept. We don't know how to support people with psychological first aid. So I'm going to give you the story of what we did with our physical first aid and compare and contrast it to perhaps how we could better address the psychological needs, the psychological first aid that is so needed or the mental well-being. So obviously when someone falls and falls on their nose and there's profuse bleeding, the first thing you do is you stabilize the, the situation and you assess the situation. So I call it my ABC. So I assess, okay, what have we got going on here? So lots of bleeding, um, trying to listen, say, okay, do we have any pain? Are there any other places of your body that are hurt or injured that we need to attend to? And I stabilize the bleeding, put the head back, put ice on, all the things that you do to contain the immediate situation. So, of course, on a psychological level, with mental well-being, a lot of us don't even do that. We're not even asking the questions, how are you? What are you feeling right now? And just listening and being with that person. So with the bleeding nose, we stop the bleeding. So the head back, eyes, I looked at the nose. It looked really bad. Yes, I think we need stitches. So what do I do? I go on and say, okay, it's a weekend, so we need ER. So off we go once I stabilize. Uh, number two is be proactive. So I've got my ABCs. So assess. Two is be proactive. We are very fortunate. We live in a community of resources all around us. So we go to the emergency room. And it was about eight o'clock on a Saturday morning. And uh, the average time, the average wait time in an emergency room is four hours. Now that means it could be a lot longer. Uh, but this one, we were exactly there four hours. So we were there four hours. We walk in, they take, they assess the situation, blood pressure, heart rate, all that good stuff. Interestingly, they just took our temperature. It was very uh, easy in terms of COVID. I was able to stay with my husband, which was great because the, the C in ABCs is community and connection, the support that is needed. So I sit in the waiting room for about two hours, just waiting. 
until they put us in a room. And a great physician assistant stitched him up, 10 stitches, lots of cleaning and antibiotic cream and actually an x-ray. He had a fracture. He, he really did a good job on his nose. So I was there the whole time. I held his hand while she put the stitches in and the uh, x-ray, because it was fractured, he needed antibiotics, which of course I'm going to be very good about probiotics while he's on antibiotics. And he expl- she explained that Yes, he's probably going to have a scar to stay out of the sun. All the precautions to take now to protect this wound. The antibiotic ointment to put on the wound. The keeping out of the sun. Keep ice because he's probably going to get black eyes. And keeping the heart rate down for a few days. So no exercise and and being as calm as possible. So she gave us all the wonderful information and handouts about how to handle a broken nose and how to be aware of the sutures and if there's any infection. So we handle physical first aid so well in this country. You probably know where I'm going. How do we handle psychological first aid? How are we handling the grief that is happening at many levels. The most extreme grief of people losing loved ones through this COVID crisis. How do you handle children that have lost parents through this COVID crisis? How are we helping and supporting individuals that have lost their jobs and have not got the money to even pay rent or for groceries? How are we handling the difficulty of children not going back to school and parents having children at home trying to homeschool? We are suffering a huge psychological crisis in this country. And there is very little said about this. Very little support like the support I just described that was there for us with Steve's broken nose. We are so good at physical first aid and so not good at psychological first aid. So there are so many resources online, the Mental Health Association. I wrote a very simple ebook just the other week called Mental Wellbeing and Resilience, a, f- a self-care guide. All this is is different domains of wellness that we could start to focus on to support our mental well-being. And we're all different in different domains. I'm very strong, as I've shared with you on this podcast, in the physical domain where exercise every day is such an important part of my mental well-being and eating well and getting good rest and taking downtime and balancing my work-life balance, connecting with family and friends. The first thing I did when I was in the emergency room was, was send a picture to our daughter of, of her dad's nose and said, yeah, he's okay, but look what happened. I wanted to share the experience. I didn't want to do it alone. How many of us are sharing our experience on a psychological level during this crisis? And I only bring this up. It's a very personal podcast today of reflections. I don't have all the answers. Please know that. But I do know one thing for sure is we are not handling psychological well-being or psychological first aid at all. 
at the extent that we do physical first aid. And this episode yesterday really brought this to my attention. Somehow we are fearful of talking about mental health and we need to change that. And we can change it one person at a time. If you have a good friend and you can just call up and say, hey, I just want to, I listen to this podcast and I just want to kind of talk about this concept of psychological first aid versus physical first aid. It's an easy way to begin. That's just an idea for you. Or if you want to go to my ebook, it's drkarenwolf.org forward slash resilience. And I have different physical strategies, self-care strategies, social self-care strategies, spiritual self-care strategies. These are all ways that we can support our mental well-being. So when issues happen and we have adversity, we can call on our resources and our strengths that we've built up. I also put in that ebook. It's a very simple ebook. I think it's only 10 pages. And the last few pages are all resources for your mental well-being. We need to know where the resources are. And we need to know those before we need them. So just have a look and look at some of those websites and resources that I gave you and share them with family or friends or maybe reach out to someone that you haven't heard from for a while. And I can think of a lot of people right now that I was in constant touch with before the pandemic and I haven't heard from them. So even a simple text saying, hey, I'm thinking about you. How are you? Want to catch up? Something very simple. You don't have to go right into, hey, I've learned about psychological first aid. Just connect in my ABCs. So A is assess the situation. B is be proactive. And C is community and connection. So we really want to be more aware of the resources for mental health. And I really just think that we can start one person at a time and think about who we can reach out to support today and have this thought in mind or just this question, why are we so good at physical first aid but not good at psychological first aid? And if ever there was a time in this world, because this is a global crisis that we've all been walking through together, we're all experiencing it differently, but it is a common crisis and the psychological fallout is huge and it is going to be the scar that stays with us. Yes, Steve will have a scar on his nose and we are going to have scars, call it post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, Whatever you want to call it, there are going to be psychological fallout long term as a result of this pandemic. So now is the time for us to build up our resilience, to build up our mental health resources, to start talking about it, sharing it. And it is a big focus of my work right now because I can see that that's what's really, really needed. So please know that you are not alone. You are supported. You are loved. There's so many resources for you on a psychological level just as there is on a physical level. So reach out and ask for help and also give help because that is really good for your psychological well-being. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast, very personal podcast today, of my pondering of this topic of physical first aid versus psychological first aid. So in next, until next time, this is Dr. Karen Wolf. Be kind to each other, be kind to yourself, and I'll see you next time. Bye for now.